just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. G'day and uh, welcome to the Proper True Yarn podcast, the show where we extract the wildest and the best yarns from, oh, some would say lunatics, some would say <laughs> my fucking people. Rude Jude. So we're back here at the studio. We've bloody uh, had a little pee break and we've uh, juiced back <laughs> up again. And, um, what do, uh, how did COVID go, Jude? Tell us a proper tree. Did it affect oh. your store? Tell, you got any yarns about COVID? Oh, look, honestly, you know, in my shop, I had the best couple of years that I've had in 40 years, you know, 39 years. I've been there 41. I hated saying that I had a great, year, couple of years, because I felt sorry for these poor bastards that couldn't open their shops and they had to close their businesses and all that. So I never ignored them a crack or anything and said we had such a good couple of years, which we did, because you, they couldn't go down south, the tourists, yep. and they couldn't go overseas. So they all came to the outback, outback Australia, to Charleville. Anyhow, I had this bloke in there one day and he said, um, oh, rude Jude, we've seen you on whatever, on back roads. And I said, where are you from? They said, the Gold Coast. I said, oh, shit, that's good. Um, guess what, I'm at the Gold Coast now, living it up. Anyhow, they said we would never have come out west only for COVID. And he said, this bloke said to me, he said, we're up in Brisbane in this caravan park. Anyhow, he's, this bloke, I ran into him from the Gold Coast. I didn't know who they were. But he said, I ran into them at the caravan park in Brisbane. And he said, I said to him, where are you heading? He said, oh, I've been right out west. And he said, whereabouts? He said, oh, Gatton, Ipswich. <laughs> Fuck me dead, he said. What? He said, why? Where are you going? He said, I'm going to Rome, Charleville, Junda, Windora and all that, you know, out there. Oh, shit, he said. Oh, well, he said, I thought I'd gone right out west. What a fucking wanker. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we just pissed ourselves <laughs> laughing. And this bloke, he was so good and so friendly. But a lot of people from the Gold Coast, Brisbane... Um, the cities, um, you know, that came out west instead of going overseas or down south. And they just loved it, especially through the school uh, holidays. They came out and I used to take fishing gear into my shop because I knew that they wouldn't have carried it and gave them a lender fishing gear so they could go out fishing. And the next school holidays, they came back again. Yep, spent and money And I felt in the town. sorry and spent a lot of money and, 
you know, and I felt so sorry um, for them. Yeah. 100%. I, I, I tell a yarn, Jude, that's funny. So I remember being at Johnny Ringo's pub. It's like a big country pub in Brizzy. I'll take you down there. We'll, we'll have a fucking big night. We'll have a session, Johnny Ringo's. Are we going now? No, we can't go now. <laughs> we can't go now. Johnny Ringo's will be pretty full night tonight. It's buddy Luke Combs is playing in, in Brizzy. So it'll be full as a fat girl sock tonight. But, and that's pretty well, full. I'm fat. Not, but not I haven't got yours. any socks exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so you're right. So I'm, I'm there, right, and um, a bloke walks in and he's got brand new RMs, brand new jeans, brand new shirt, brand new hat. He, he's literally got more on him. Like He would add a couple thousand bucks worth of gear, you know, just, just fucking in his clothing. And me, just being me, I said, hey, mate, you know, where are you from? And he goes... Um, Oh, yeah, I'm from out west. I said, oh, sweet. I said, um, what do you do? He said, oh, we breed cattle. I said, oh, fucking oh, beautiful, mate. I said, what, what sort of cattle do you breed? He goes, oh, we get Brahmins. I said, oh, man, that's that's awesome. I said, how many head you got? <laughs> and he goes, got three head. Oh, fucking dickhead, <laughs> dickhead, dickhead. I said, <laughs> what? He goes, oh, three head. I said, <laughs> I said, really? And he goes, how many more can you raise on two acres? Oh! <laughs> I went, for... get fucked. Oh! I said, you've got more money in clothing on you currently oh. <laughs> than you've got in your stud paddock fuckwit. I could, could, well, not, be, could not believe it, Jude. Oh, like, I love that. Oh, I love that. Because <laughs> so they're example, such cockheads, yeah, aren't they? 100%. And so that's you know. the same as, oh, being out west. I think he's from fucking Bow Desert. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, two fucking yeah. acres of Bow. This poor prick oh. went to... to <laughs> Bloody um, Gatton and fucking, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's, he's, no he's, he hasn't even crossed the range yet. No. You know, it's fucking. I it's didn't un- know where they were. I can relate to that, darling. Yeah. yeah. Fucking <laughs> I mental. fucking laugh, but yeah. I was brought up out near, at uh, Charleville, you know, on the Paru River at Kaladi, near Kaladi there, on a property, and it was the greatest time of my life. It yep. really was. You had any, any yarns from when you were growing up as a kid, Jude? Any fucking yeah. wild yarns? Oh, shit, yeah. Give Kaladi a context. There's only one thing at Kaladi and that's the fucking pub. Yeah. For anyone that Hello, has never... Hello, girls. <laughs> Carol and Joe from Kaladi. Yeehaw, the fox <laughs> trap. I love your guts. Yep. We had a big thing out there not long ago and welcome to Kaladi and... I used to ride my horse from Yarrenvale, 17 miles, up to Kaladi for the Jim Carner, and then ride it home that night. And when I was a kid, I was still going to school, and no torches or anything. You just went, you know, I knew where I was going. And I wasn't elephant's trunk then either because, <laughs> you know, I was a kid. But um, we didn't have um, horse floats or trucks or anything. If I wanted to go to the gym counter, I'd ride 17 miles up and go back and they were the greatest days of my life. 100%. Did you, uh, talking about school and then, Jude, where, where would you go gone to school? <laughs> no, I went I went to the hostel in Charleville where the cream buns used to run the hostel, the nuns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm fucking cranky when I went to school in Charleville about, the, about the fucking priests in Charleville. No, none of the fuckers would touch me. Must well, no, what, you wanted to get oh, no, touchy? Well, no, well, I must have been ugly bastard. None of them. No, I'm you were me, beautiful. You were yeah. a beautiful kid. 
I've still got your little photo. I know, in your wall in the store. Your little wall in the shop. That was gorgeous. Well, it just gets me cranky because all these stories come out, priests touching kids and that. Yeah, you were shitty. Well, they wouldn't touch me. I get what the fuck? You were too good looking. Must have been, or not good looking enough. Yeah, well, the cream buns didn't fucking touch <laughs> us. We wanted to kill them. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't really. Uh, um, yeah, but I got expelled from the hostel. Oh, true. At what age? Uh, 12, yep. something like that. Then I had to come down here to St Hilda's at Southport. Yeah, right. I went to boarding school here. Any yeah. yarns from fucking a bit of capers back down here? Dead. You would have fucking sorted them out down oh. here back then. I was telling your father on the way down. Yep. About when we'd go to TSS, that was our brother's school. Yep. St Hilda's and TSS. We used to go over there rowing with the boys. Yep. And we'd, this little island was just over from the school and the teachers would be there, hey, hey, here they go, yeah. And I was a cox. Yeah. Or a cock. Cox, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> row, row, row. And But I used to row too and we'd got this little island we used to get over there and have a smoke and all this and hide from the teachers. <laughs> I was a prick of a kid. Don't believe it. No wonder I got expelled. Don't worry. And you did the full stint there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, finished yeah. high school there. Yeah, and the headmistress wanted to know, she she came to me and she said, why did you get expelled from the hostel? You know, I said, well, bloody cream buns were running it. She said, but why? I said, I can't tell you because you'll know what I'm getting up to when, down here at Southport. <laughs> and, you know, when I first went there, the first year she was the oldest headmistress in the boarding school and then the next year the youngest headmistress came to, to any boarding school. And um, I won't mention any names because one's dead and the other one probably is too. But, yeah, she tried to get me to say why I was expelled and all that. But she'd be awake up to me what I was doing there, so, oh, no. But we got on good. Yeah, would would have run a few different. Yeah, and you know what? The uh, day pupils, you know, at St Hilda's at Southport down here, I had these couple of friends and they'd take me out at weekends and that because I was so far from home. Anyhow, I went to this party one night and we were all sitting on the edge of this table. Anyhow... I used to smoke in those days and had a couple of proper smokes. Anyhow, I said, where's the toilet? Because we're having a couple of beers. And they said, oh, around the corner there. And I went around the corner and holy shit, I opened this door and it was... <laughs> smoke flew out of there. I had no idea. Anyhow, I went back and someone handed me a cigarette. And it was a rolly, you know, a rolly yeah, cigarette. Yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, thank you very much. I'll put mine away. You know, I haven't got any money. I can't buy any more. So anyhow, next minute they're jamming me. And I said, what's wrong? They're punching me in the... You've got to pass it on. Pass it on? (laughs) I thought, what the hell is this? So I passed it on. And then I thought, that's strange. And then I saw them going around the table with it. And then another one... You know, got one of my own out, Peter Stuyvesant's, pinched him off mum. <laughs> Anyhow, I've never heard of marijuana in my life. Yep. And here I was at boarding school smoking. <laughs> Getting fucking, Yeah. So then they decided to go down to the beach. Well, we went down to the beach. Well, I was riding whales and fucking <laughs> dolphins and... You've got no idea I was out of my tree. I still had never heard of marijuana from Charleville and I still didn't know what was wrong with me. And you're still upset the fact that you had to pass the fucking diary on. 
Yeah, yeah, past yeah. the fucking fuck door. No. I thought, shit. You know, we never, you had, much, pricks. We, we never had much fucking money. <laughs> you know, but to pass, pa- what the fuck am I passing on for? And another one. <laughs> When's the next one coming? <laughs> <laughs> they were the good old days. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and from then, what, so you've left high school and where have you proceeded? I went from governessing. The, governessing? The kids taught me more than I fucking taught them. Yep. <laughs> Any old governessing yarns yeah. out there? Oh, yeah. Well, I went out to some very good friends at uh, Cheapy that, um, you know, their kids and I was teaching their kids. The kids taught more than me. And then I ended up at Cunnamulla governessing and my uncle had the paper shop in Cunnamulla and his wife and I was going down there and then... At weekends I'd go out with the husband because they had this little girl that was a bit, you know, she was a bit special and I used to look after her and if there was a storm or anything on, I used to take her into my room because the parents couldn't give a shit. She was such a good little kid and then at weekends I'd go out with the father and help him do a bit of fencing or whatever and thing like that and then the mother thought I was juicy fruit and him so... (laughs) I just pissed off and went to Cunnamulla and worked for my uncle in the paper shop for a while and then I went back to Charleville for a wedding and my parents had some um, sheep using lambs on the road, you know, because it was drought time and we were driving them up to Tambo and the next morning I ended up out at the camp because this bloke left. I had the high heel shoes, the dress on and a fucking horse, pissed as a parrot. And that was the end of me. Done. Fucking governessing was gone. Yep. And then from where would you go from there, Jude? You've just pro- progressed on to yeah. just the family farm and then yeah, moved on. Yeah, the property and then went to Brisbane for a few... Oh, no, Mum and Dad bought the Hotel Motel, the Victoria Hotel Motel in, in Charleville. Yep. So uh, for about seven and a half years... I loved it but I hated it because they'd be all in the piss and I couldn't drink because I had to work. And then I went to New Zealand for 14 months and I came home and went to Brisbane, got into a news agent down there and... What was his name? Got into the, the news agent's <laughs> name? Henry. <laughs> I think it was Henry. There's a hole in the bucket, dear Henry, he said. <laughs> Oh, fucking, what am I doing here? Why are you talking shit? And but no, anyhow, I've been back in Charles <clears throat> for 41 years after a solo news agent. Ooh, what's that? Oh, <laughs> old black snake between Jude's legs, the old it's Mike called. It's a trouser snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love when you talk dirty. Just remember, guys, call out, it's my shout, and keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.